Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Wow, it is so good to see everybody this beautiful Christmas morning. Thank you for coming out today as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And I'm just going to just have something very short that I, I want to share uh, this morning, and then we'll have the, the worship team come back up, and we're going to read through the Christmas story and uh, sing some Christmas hymns uh, for the main portion of the service this morning. But I want to share with you uh, something this morning that I've called Rebellions Are Built on Hope. <laughs> not really, not really, that's a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, uh, one of my most memorable Christmases was the year that my parents got me a silver trumpet. And this trumpet was an absolute blessing. It was a, the, it was a blessing brand trumpet. Whoops, it was a blessing brand trumpet. That's a manufacturer of trumpets. <laughs> I was asking Amber about that joke, and she's like, I don't get it. Blessing. Blessing is a brand of trumpet. So of all the Christmases and of all the gifts, this silver trumpet is the, the one that really resonates, that I really uh, remember. And I loved that trumpet. And in Atsigo, uh, in about eighth grade, moving towards high school, all the serious trumpet players were getting silver trumpets. We were trading in that, that old brass coronet that everybody started with and we were getting this kind of badge of prestige that we were serious musicians and so I was not expecting to get this amazing uh, instrument right and and I got it and I was so excited right but as a, a 14 or a 15 year old kid I didn't really realize uh, the significance uh, of that gift my family wasn't wealthy um, and really you know but my parents had three teenage boys to take care of, and so this silver trumpet was actually uh, quite a, a sacrifice for them. You know, it meant that they're going to have to work extra hours, right? Maybe it meant that they're going to have to cut back in spending and in some other way to be able to afford this and gifts for John and Ben. And I, as I think about the, the beauty uh, of that gift, I am grateful so grateful, not really for the, the trumpet as much, but what, what that trumpet, what it revealed, right, what it expressed was it was, it was an expression of my folks, their, their love for me, their, their desire and their willingness to sacrifice for me. And so now I'm a parent, right, and I long to give my kids great things, right? I want to give them everything on their list. I want to give them better things than are on their list. You know, you, you as a parent, you want to see their, their little faces light up as they open up something that they didn't expect or they didn't think wa was possible, right? And I am willing to sacrifice uh, as an expression of, of my love for them. And this is just such a, a faint little glimmer of the, the heart of our Father. Right? Father God was willing to, to sacrifice everything, to sacrifice his own son to death uh, on a cross, right, to give us the greatest gift ever. And so listen to this verse from Galatians uh, chapter 4. This is verses 4 through 7. 
Paul says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Now, because Jesus came, right, this, this verse reveals that we have been given these amazing gifts, right? We have been given redemption from the law of sin and death. Right? We have received adoption as sons and daughters of God. We've been set free from the slavery of sin. We have received the Holy Spirit. And we have become heirs of this great promise and this eternal hope that we only find in God through Jesus Christ. Wow. And that is amazing. And that is what we are celebrating this morning. The arrival of Jesus and his life, his death and his resurrection that has bridged the gap for, between fallen man and God. That has bridged the gap between each one of us in our loving Father, our good, good creator. Yeah. And the, so the only right response, because of this amazing stuff that God has poured out to us, has given to us through Jesus, is to praise him, to worship him, to come and say thank you with all that we have. And uh, we can listen to Mary, the mother of Jesus, response to the announcement that she would bear the Son of God. And here she is, probably just a young teenage girl that is pregnant, not married. Gonna, who knows what the future holds, right? But the angels ha have promised that she is going to bear the Messiah, the Savior. And so in the, in the midst of this hopefulness and this excitement and this fear and this worry, she says, in Luke 1, 46, Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. And so this morning, let's magnify and rejoice in Jesus Christ. Let's remember uh, the, the birth of our, our Savior who came to give us a gift that we could never earn and we certainly didn't deserve. And just as my parents, uh, you know, their action of giving that silver blessing trumpet revealed a bit of their love for me. God's gift uh, of his son reveals his unfailing and his unchanging love for each one of us. And so this morning we're celebrating love. The father loves you, right? The creator of the universe cares about you. And he wants to have an intimate relationship with you and he did everything necessary to make that happen and that is the real blessing this morning a blessing oh. okay so if i would like to invite the uh the worship team uh to to come up and uh like i said it's gonna be a little bit different we're gonna read through uh, if you want to follow along in your bibles we're going to be reading through the christmas story found in luke chapter two I'm going to start, but I don't want to start without you. At that time, 
the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who is now obviously pregnant. Let's stand and read the scripture together. So Luke 2, 6 says, And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Cheers. 
guarding their flocks of sheep, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Eight days later, 
When the baby was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel even before he was conceived. Then it was time for their purification offering, as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had received him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby, Jesus, to the Lord, as the Lord required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, but he will be a joy to many others. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. i 
love you. We thank you so much. Thank you so much. Father God, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you for sending your precious son, Jesus, to bring the, the, the light of truth in this world of darkness. God, we thank you for the amazing gift that you have given us, that we could be adopted into your family, that we get to call you Abba Father. We thank you for the joy and the hope that this season brings. And we pray that we would radiate that peace and hope and love everywhere we go and in every interaction today. And Lord God, we also pray for those who feel like today should be a day of joy, but instead feel emptiness and loss. And God, I just, we just recognize that. And we just ask that your grace and your comfort would come and surround them today and every day. And Lord Jesus, we celebrate you this morning. We thank you for humbling yourself to come, to be born in a lowly manger in order to bear our sin on the cross and to bring us into freedom. Jesus Christ, you live and reign, and we give you glory and honor this morning. Amen.